Hi, I'm Michael Etchens from In Excess. Thank you very much for coming backstage with Access All Areas, okay? Hope you have a good time. Welcome to Inexos Access All Areas. My name is Bee and I will be co-hosting this series of podcasts with my Inexos nerd Hayden Murdoch. We will be delving deep with you all to explore everything there is to know about this iconic band of brothers in Excess, sharing music, tours, videos, albums and oh so much more. Well, hello, welcome to Excess Access All Areas, episode 109 of the podcast that aims to dive deep into all things in excess, bring a, a community along the ride with us, get them into the Rock Wall of Fame, and also co host with Delicate B. Uh, hello, how are you? That's what you want to be called today, is that right? Yeah, I'm delicate. <laughs> delicate B. She's got a little bit of a sniffle. It's like we trade. Sniffle. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do, we do trade. Uh, you know, uh, various types of viruses online uh, through our podcast. But uh, I feel f- uh, fit and fresh today. I've got, after a double dose of antibiotics, and uh, you look worse for wear. Do you know what loss? Not last week, last week, and you said, Oh, are you one of those that don't take the antibiotics? And I was thinking, No, I usually do, but I've just been <laughs> trying to fight it. And I've just booked in, I'm going to get some antibiotics tomorrow because I am so over being sick. Well, all, all it does is just delays, you know, the recovery time and why put mm. yourself through it all to be like, you know, and I can't speak on uh, this behalf, but ladies, why, why not get the epidural, uh, you know, for, uh, for, for childbirth? <laughs> because, uh, Gee, you know, uh, modern science, you might as well take advantage of these things. But Absolutely. We aren't, we aren't scientists, B, but uh, I will mm-hmm. sort of say uh, I feel uh, a little bit fresher this week and I can do some heavy lifting today if that uh, helps you get through the podcast. But I do want to start off and say, gee, what did you girls get up to last <laughs> week? Talk about a talk about a, a female estrogen overdrive uh, allure. Um, you know, husband's not at home that night as we chat. That was that was a a pretty full on uh, conversation. B, Did you, you and the think girls? I've let rip a bit more? I reckon um, <laughs> well, my that- vodka ran out quite quickly <laughs> oh, right. that, was, yeah. that was that was the uh, that was the uh, the m-rated version was it that was it was it was um laurie was on fire i tell you what though we missed a trick last week it was um 108 it should have been we rotate especially rotating and putting right, the girls okay. on there but anyway 109 i hope to feel fine fantastic well i'm sure sure every 10 episodes we get the rotating again anyway yeah. but um but um, I want to thank a few people about yes, that. Yes, please do. Um, but Bard came back and um, Katie and there says, girls having fun. And, yeah, it was quite really nice. But I got a beautiful um, message on Messenger from Anne-Marie, one of our patrons, one of our first patrons, I believe. And she said um, that I made her cry when I cried and that I mentioned about Michael's vulnerability. Right. We don't rehearse these things. And it took me by surprise as well. But, yeah, yeah. that was a, a moment there. So yeah. um, I think think it resonated with her that you know sometimes we don't have the words but we have the feelings 
Well, we have a, a, yeah. a song there. I think I hear a lyric there, mm. uh, a bit of a to look at you there lyric there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, it's interesting. You know, we had a real pick-up rate on that episode there. Uh, looking forward to developing, I guess, uh, our final topic today, which links to last week. But um, I always like to start off by saying, how's your NXS week been? Anything come across your desk I don't know about because we don't really talk a lot during the week, so I always like to keep this fresh. Um, any little gossip, any information, anything you can share with the listeners? Um, do you remember when you and I had a lovely chat with um, with um, Timmy and we were talking about the stripy trousers and things and he said yes. you should try and get Peter Morrissey on. Yes. Um, yeah, well, I, I've been trying on different platforms and eventually he came back to me last week. Now, who is he, just for those who don't know? So Peter Morrissey is an Australian fashion designer, mm. started in the 80s and he did um, oh, Al McPherson and then he got into the pop stars and hmm. uh, he even dressed um, Lady Diana as well so yeah. it'll be very very interesting and um, having a chat with him and he said he says nothing but good things about In Excess in the band yes, so but what's his claim to fame with In Excess though because not I, everyone I told knows you, he's stripy trousers no but where 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 what do you mean where? Where did they wear them? What was the big thing? What was the showcase well, they, event? He he dressed them for the whole X tour. He right. did all okay. of their cool. he did all of their um outfits for their so a lot of stuff Wembley particularly, yeah? Maybe, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but yeah. The, the red outfits and the stripy outfits. Yeah. He did a lot of things. So I'm I'm looking forward just as much as everybody else, finding out what else he did for them. It's not he's not just a fashion fashion designer. He actually yeah. was quite close to Michael and the band. Well, I think when we, you know, get these particular guests on and some are a little bit left of, you know, maybe immediacy with the band, but in this case, they were quite close to the band at a very pivotal time, and uh, Pete, that is, and, you know, there'll be, I'm sure there'll be some great insights and discussions and experiences that we can take people to. So I did see him reply to your email, so hopefully that can happen soon, along with uh, Johnny and Gary and if other ones who are lined up as well. So The list is getting bigger, isn't it? I must have a little comic interlude. Uh, well, mm-hmm. great friends of the podcast, not that I know of us, but Robert and, and uh, is it Latoya or Toya or what's her name from the, the, the Toya. wife? Mm. Toya. Yeah, they've come up with another song this week. They did The Devil Inside the other week. They've, they've uh, come out with Rage Against the Machines, Killing in the Name of. <laughs> so oh so if, if you are uh, listening to those particular uh, people. Do you find doing them covers, funny? Do you like them? We don't upload the video of the devil inside yet. Every time I go into it, there's no link. So uh, I haven't seen it. So there you oh, go. I'm you gonna haven't. put my hand up. It's no. terrible. Right. Okay. Anyway, we played it out and I was like, oh my God, I yeah. hope everyone's gonna come back. So hello everybody yeah. for coming back. Um also too, uh talking of all things artistic, uh it's now 40 days since our beautiful weekend away with our friends uh, of the podcast and patrons at uh, the Northern Beaches there. Uh, so, oh, Curtis has been in post-production 40 days. Do we have an ETA when he's going to land our great video of our weekend? Uh, funny enough, I spoke to him last night. He yeah. hasn't been very well and now has done something to his shoulder too. So the poor guy's been in agony. But mm. I've just um, dumped yeah, a load of more things on him. So he's yeah. like, oh, 
I might okay. go back and add some more things. All so right. it's it's getting better and better. Do we have a rough cut? Anything anything at all? Nothing at the moment. Oh, okay. right. You have to wait. Keep the heat, keep the heat on him, all right? Okay. <laughs> uh, and remember, it's the patrons' money that paid for this. So uh, this is uh, your video. Um, every dollar that we had in our account mm. from our, our patron contributions uh, has That's gone to Curtis. <laughs> Correct. But we think it'll be yeah. worthwhile and something yeah. that's very inclusive of, of uh, those who went and those who mm. uh, listen in. Um, okay. Uh, and speaking of patrons, B, we have a new patron to welcome aboard, so we might do that sort of first and then we'll go into our overall welcome list. Uh, but over to you. Well, her name is um, Dolphin Girl. Her name's Nicole. And she not only did um, Carrie Ann start speaking to her, she's been following the podcast for a year, but right. hasn't been listening to us. Oh. And she listened to one and just went, sign me up now. So she signed <laughs> up. And not only that, it was her birthday. So happy birthday. Talk about double Nicole. celebration. We were all Absolutely. got the big welcome within 24 hours of her birthday. Yeah. So welcome, yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Uh, you join a, a list of illustrious people. But um, as uh, Nick Egan has said previously, and as we say, patrons are the lifeblood of this. We, uh, uh, we are a little bit bereft of funds and we've got a lot of initiatives coming up. Um, and uh, anyone who has been sitting on events like Nicole and who has enjoyed this content, hasn't contributed, uh, for a little more than a cup of coffee, uh, you can really help this journey that we're all on together and help this band get to the Rock Hall of Fame. So uh, dig deep if you haven't and uh, upgrade if you haven't and uh, uh, keep continuing, renewing if you if you are. And We much appreciate all the efforts that you put into our podcast. But over to the overall list, B. I'd like to say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least. Hello. Well, hello to our honorary members, Nick Egan, Mock Opitz, Cameron Adams, Mary Woods and Darren Jones. Our paying patrons, Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Markham, Sarah Camier, Dr. Jim, Katie, happy birthday, um, Lisa Calloway, Anne-Marie, Susan P, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Linda, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, David, Tracy, Paul Jolie, Paul Boozy, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Stefan, Val, Jim, Matey, Kelly, Jackie, Sean, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Laurel, Bard, Genevieve, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, Jill, Yari, Leos, Heidi, Paula, Linda, Linda? I don't know who Linda is. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Urban, Angie, Nancy, Juliet. Jenny, Scott, Anthea, Maria, and our new patron, Nicole. Happy birthday to you. And a big happy birthday for next week, GGB, Gary Gary Beers, you gorgeous person. We love you dearly. And a special mention to Sudi, Joe Robbins, John Vink, Michael, Glenn, and Paul Boozy. Thanks for your support. Well, what was going to be a two-parter sort of become a bit of a three-parter with yeah. uh, our voting going on. But we know all the votes are counted. It's like election election uh, period for uh, in excess access all areas at the moment. But uh, today, uh, soon, in a few minutes' time, we will be going through our top 10 Michael primal moments. And uh, we know we sort of treaded water a little bit last week as the voting uh, count was going in. 
Uh, but you and the girls in the gang did a great job. Uh, but today we will come down to our top 10 primal moments with Michael, uh, plus a couple of honourable mentions. So looking forward to putting that in the canon, B for posterity. Yeah, can't wait. Have you got the list? I have the list in front of me here. Oh, awesome. I can really <laughs> relax today. This you is can. good. You All can. right, then. You Tell can. me what time it is. Delicate B time. No, it's time for the news. <laughs> <laughs> This is Mary from the UK, and here is the news. Now, B, I have uh, got some great news for the fans around today. I was about to bin forever the charts, but I can say there's been an 11th hour revival. Okay, the jaws of life, uh, intravenous drip. Uh, we have had a situation where the charts, the album has come back into the charts from number 60 last week, apparently, to number 49 this wow. week. Wow. So it's hanging in back into the top 50. We would like to, you know, have this continue. And thank you to all those listeners who downloaded, streamed, That's bought, amazing. purchased and whatever. That's a really good comeback. Thank yeah. you, everybody. And Bye just more. a bit of a reminder too, I'd be really interested to see if any of our listeners out there in the podcast, uh, uh, you know, group and things, ended up getting one of those 500 T-shirts. I think there was a, a promotion, wasn't there, for 500 mm. weeks in the area charts. There was a special T-shirt offer there. If you do have one of those T-shirts or you got one or they're still out there for available purchase, great. But uh, we'd love to get those posted on our platforms because what an achievement it has been getting it to 500 weeks. And what an achievement if we've got it to 600 weeks. Quick gig watch this week. Uh, three little sort of uh, notables we'd like to talk about. John Stevens is holidaying after a long uh, tour. He's up in the uh, northern northern parts of Australia doing barramundi fishing with his son, Levi. But he's also uh, only in literally nine days' time back here in my home city of Melbourne on June the 25th doing his Palais gig, uh, which uh, was sold out earlier in the year. He's got another one there. Don't change, boys are touring everywhere, but I want to give a bit of acknowledgement to all of our listeners in Adelaide because they are heading over there and I know they had a few false uh, starts there along with a lot of artists who were going into Adelaide with COVID and things. So they're uh, over there uh, playing on July the uh, 22nd. And I'm seeing them at the weekend. You are. Okay. Whereabouts, be? At Mooney um, Hotel. Okay. And um, so if you want to come and see me there, come and see me there. I, uh, I've got quite a crowd going, so it's going to be quite good. They will be the person uh, doing her best Karen Peters at the side of the stage. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shame Karen can't be there, so oh. I do have to double up as Karen and B. This is Karen's first Mr. Don't Change uh, oh, concert maybe. gig in a long time. Okay. Maybe. She's very sad about it. All right. Uh, and finally, over in Annapolis, uh, which I think is the capital city of Maryland, uh, which uh, I guess is the place where In Excess Experience are going to be playing on July 21st at the Ram's Head. What a cool name of a hotel. I think it'll be a rough and tumble crowd there, but uh, <laughs> we have reached out to those guys and we are doing a little bit of cross-pollinating with uh, all the In Excess tribute acts around the world and trying to sort of do uh, some promo for them and some uh, introduction of listeners to us. So good luck to the In Excess experience and those who are going to that gig on July 21st.
snippets here, B. Something we missed back in around early April. I did sort of find this out this week. But uh, Shane Lee, the ex-cricketer and brother of Brett Lee, the cricketer, the more famous, uh, we probably remember maybe a year or two ago there was a uh, uh, a podcast, I think, with Timmy and Chris Thomas on there. I know Kirk back in early April this year did one with a couple of other people uh, from the entertainment industry as well. So if you go to Shane Lee and the podcast is called... um, uh, I think it's lunch with Lee or whatever there, and put in Kirk and Shane Lee, you will find that podcast. And uh, I haven't listened to it yet, only got reminded of it today, but I have listened to the Shane one before with Tim and Chris Thomas, which was a great one. And then, again, quick little 30, 40-minute lunchtime snippet. So uh, if you hate the sound of your workmates anywhere around the world at work, <laughs> put your headphones on at work and you can have a listen while you have your Subway sandwich. Also, too, big shout-out to that little gentleman there that I think patron and friend of the podcast, uh, Dr. Jim, uh, uh, posted on our platforms, uh, of a young guy who was doing an eight-minute uh, virtuoso eulogy of NXS should be in the Rock Hall of Fame. Did you see that little video that guy put out? No. You haven't? Okay. Well, I think it's in the Super Patrons sort of site. We might place mm-hmm. them on our sites. But it's great to have another voice out there flying the flag for Rock and Roll, uh, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame uh, nomination and induction. So that was an awesome little snippet. Uh, okay. Thank you to Dr. Jim for posting that. Also, too, uh, I did come across an, an article the other day. We, we did know there was a few articles when Elegantly Wasted had its 25th anniversary. Uh, there was one that slipped through the cracks, and it was one with Reader's Digest. Uh, it's a great little review and some great quotes there, some stuff I haven't seen before from Michael uh, and some good information about the album and some of the hardships they're going through at the time. So if you go Reader's Digest uh, Reader's Digest article, April 6, review on Elegantly Wasted, it is worth your while. Also to be, I was busy last week while you were doing the girl thing. Uh, I was doing the blokey thing. And uh, on Friday last week, I think you were working, I jumped on uh, with John Lamoureux and it wasn't actually his podcast. It was a gentleman called Nick uh, who has a sort of a retro podcast. We'll give the details out in the next week or two uh, where uh, I guess I've represented our podcast as a guest uh, on their podcast about the greatness of in excess. Uh, B, off the record, don't tell my manager here, but we spoke for three hours. (gasps) And these guys like to dive deep. It was a bit like, I thought it was an hour and a half, and we ended up going for three. It was fantastic. There wasn't much left on the cutting room floor, but this will probably be launched around July, early July, and we'll probably do a link and put it onto our own sort of uh, podcast and uh, have a link shared as well. But great opportunity for people to discover other podcasts, people to discover ours. Yeah. A triumvirate uh, of three podcasters coming together or yeah. information sharing about the greatness of NXS. That's good. So there was three of you from three different podcasts. Yes. Well, thank you for representing us. That's cool. Yes. You were quoted several times. Uh, we were sort of uh, probably championing the cause of the band and just what we try and do with the podcast. But thank you to those guys who invited us on. All right. And uh, Gary posted during the week uh, of him actually appearing at the, at the Midnight All concert in LA and uh, posted a nice little anecdote uh, about just the experience of being with Midnight All in the early days and, and seeing them, I guess, uh, play in LA at the Palladium the other day. And great to sort of see him acknowledge uh, a band that helped them through their early days and enjoy the concert. Now, was Toby at that gig as well, visiting or they were doing something? Yeah. Both him and Toby, yep. Toby from Ash and Moon. Yep. Yeah, they looked great, didn't they? They had they a great time. I, th- I, th- I don't think Toby had been to a concert to see um, yes. Midnight All before. Yeah. So, and and I think um, Gary said that he, they sounded better than ever, which yeah. is good. Yeah. That's the news of the week, B. 
Hey, this is Tim Farris. Big shout out to Hayden and B. Also want to say hello to all the listeners and NXS fans. Thanks for listening. I love you, Hayden and B. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. from Middleburg, the Netherlands. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the topic of the week. You're the secret I desire. I can't keep that to myself. All right, B, well, we've... Uh go to the uh, Electoral Commission to get this all vetoed and uh, vetted and all in uh, line. And uh, we've had, you know, inundation of votes all around the globe and had lots and lots and lots of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, nominations for uh, Michael, his primal moments, and you've discussed lots of them and we've discussed lots of them. So I think the listeners just want to know what the top 10 is now. Is that fair to say? And thank you for voting, everybody. Yes. Okay. Well, coming in at number 10 uh, and looking through all of the uh, the uh, feedback and the numbers there, an interesting one here. It is the Brixton concert uh, mm. in 1994, uh, a very popular venue for the band to play, uh, but I believe it was the 1994 Full Moon Dirty Hearts tour, uh, essentially in the UK there uh, in Brixton. And what do you think it's about this gig, uh, B, that uh, got the, uh, the Pulse's uh, rating from uh, those who voted for it? Personally, I can't speak from everybody else, but personally, it's just so raw and they're just looking like they're just like really fully into it. But Michael, oh, my God, he does look the business in that leather jacket. <laughs> All right, the business. Yeah, and look, Bristol was, a, I guess, a, a venue, as I said just before. They played, you know, a lot of gigs out and things. And uh, the great thing about this particular one, there was quite quite a lot of YouTube stuff captured. So not every gig that they played around that time was captured, but there is some good stuff that you can still see here. And uh, a bit of a link to Brixton. It's uh, it's quite a, a high area, mixed races there. Yeah. And Tricky, I believe, is from that area, who then went on to appear as a cover version within the NXT original Sin album 2011 for, for Mediate. So Yeah, it's uh, quite interesting going to Brixton. My my recall, because my my boyfriend, husband, now used to live in Streatham, so you have to get off at Brixton to catch the bus to Streatham. Yes. Streatham. And yeah. you, I would come up and it's like, do not make eye contact with anybody. And it's right. either like, do you want to come to this gig or do you want some drugs? And that's all they're asking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just want to get on the bus. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, from an Aussie perspective, I think of Brixton, I think of the, the clash guns of Brixton, I think of mm. uh, multicultural well, community. Well, they had riots in yeah. the early um, 80s. Mm. I think... Uh, I think of a lot of great bands, you know, uh, Massive Attack and sort of bands mm. coming out of that sort of vicinity there. And, um, yeah, obviously uh, an area that Michael enjoyed performing at. So number 10, yes. uh, Brixton Academy gig, 1994. Okay, what's nine? All right, number nine, B, uh, we have uh, The One Thing Video, which uh, I think is a great inclusion here. Um, uh, From the time the camera zooms in on Michael at the banquet dinner as he's almost uh, sexually selling his his, uh, persona to the camera, He's got a tongue out at the moment. Uh, <laughs> delicate B, I thought. No, not today. Uh, but yes, this is the a drugs a, work. <laughs> this was sort of like, okay, I've had I've had my sort of you know sophomore freshman years as a singer. I'm coming out here, all guns are blazing. A great Mark Oberts produced song, and uh, looking down the barrel of the camera, 
Hello MTV, I'm Michael Hutchins, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a good sex um, festival going on there, isn't it, of food? <laughs> yeah, and look, obviously an interesting clip we've spoken about before with various models and people of some sort of note there, and I think Michael's girlfriend at the time, Michelle Bennett there, I think it's just a clip that stands up sort of 40 years later uh-huh. uh, and uh, is very, very memorable as that sort of moment that Michael sort of, I think, came uh, onto the scene uh, and was just confident with that lead singer swag Yes. Uh, that he sells down the camera lens. So well done to everybody who voted. Danielle was very good at uh, <laughs> what, lobbying for that? Describing, yes. Right. Very good okay. at describing that one with the, the grease coming down his chin. Oh my <laughs> God, Danielle. Or right, becoming number eight, there's a very famous one around the mid 80s there where Paula Yates first meets uh, Michael uh, on the tube. Now, I'm mm-hmm. going to let your uh, English experience share this with the listeners and why do you think it made it to the list? Oh, it's just the way that Michael is caught in a web yet again with Paula and he just doesn't know where to look. And he's like looking at the camera as if to say help, even though he's trying to. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Michael. This is this is him being vulnerable to yes. a woman. It's cool. It's I love it. I love the fact that, you know, he comes across as this rock god and he's like hyper cool and there he is with the hair and the leathers. Yet this lady comes in and just goes, talks about his leather trousers looking a bit tight and he just can't handle it for a bit. I love it. I love it. The chemistry is palpable, isn't it? Yeah. I learned a few lessons from this video. Well, it was very famously said and known over time that Paula, after that interview, decided to put a picture of Michael Hutchins on her fridge Mm. for the next five, six years, which Mm. uh, then culminated, as we know, and may get a mention later on in our little top ten. But uh, Well, Michael uh, did ask her up to his hotel room and she had to decline it because she just had a baby. Right, right. All right, number seven, B, lucky seven, we've got the Tasted video. In 92, the the Bailey Walsh clip uh, filmed in England. Uh, It was Tasted. Uh, which uh, at the time and probably even still was uh, deemed to be uh, too sort of uh, explicit for uh, free-to-air TV at the time. Uh, And this is in a pre-YouTube era and a pre-download era. Uh, But this particular clip for Taste It was uh, banned, I guess, in America and certain places around the world. And who cannot like Submissive Michael? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, you know, talk about a lyric and a a sort of a a vocal and everything there being shot in sort of celluloid uh, all coming together as the band sort of sat on the couch, a bit like the Cray brothers there, you know, uh, doing their thing. But uh, the taste of EOB was an overwhelming sort of uh, number eight, wasn't it? Very good. Yes. Well, well, uh, it should place. Actually, it should have been a bit higher, but yeah, we'll let you off. Yeah. Any any sort of uh, memories for you on that particular one, B, other than the obvious? Um, that it should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, again, as I said, this is sort of Michael at, uh, you know, a very, very creative time, you know, with the Welcome album and uh, a video that uh, probably should have done a Madonna thing at the time in the sense that she got all her videos banned yet, seemed to raise sales and interest. But uh, unfortunately, this this song probably peaked at 36 in Australia, uh, probably in the top 20s in, in the UK. Uh, and didn't really do much in America because of the, the band. So, yeah. um, uh, and then sort of the next album had the gift that got bland, banned as well. So, uh, um, yeah, that was the way that was at the time. Mm-hmm. All right, number seven B. Uh, we're going to a very famous musical show in the UK now. What's that particular show that I think is still going? I think isn't it? Yeah, Jules Holland. Yeah, former uh, I guess keyboard player in the band, namely. 
The squeeze. The squeeze. Yes. Uh, and Jules has always been a great... Actually, it's not the squeeze. I think it is squeeze. Squeeze, yeah. Yes. Jules uh, has done a great, you know, service to the music industry. And, you know, sometimes he has these unbelievable episodes where, you know, you get Jamiroquai. I remember seeing Jamiroquai and I think it might have been, mm. you know, Oasis and whatever. There was four bands of note on one show, Stereophonics and things. And always been able to attract great artists there with the format. But... Uh, yeah. His Christmas shows are the best. Yeah. Tell us mm. a little about this particular video, B, why you think it got voted in. Well, I mean, the whole show was great because they played a couple of um, sets and there is even a little um, interview with Andrew as well. Um, And and Michael's just adorable on it, laughing at himself um, when they were sending him up with um, how he looked when he was younger. But the bit that is very striking is when he is, there's Andrew playing the piano and Michael's sitting on top of it. And never yeah, and Kirk comes in. So it's just the three of them yeah. playing together. Um, Michael is, yeah, very mesmerising and you can't take your eyes off him. And Is he yeah. wearing a blue jumper? Yeah, yes, and soft blue jumper and white <laughs> tighties. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, great vocal there. And I think they, do they, they, they might do, I mean, they've been on the show before. Did they, on that same episode, do Suicide Blonde or something they else did. there? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, guys, you know, we encourage you to go uh, look at it. You can look at it two ways, from a musical perspective or you can look at it from a very, bees licking your lips, okay, primal perspective. Okay, next one along, number six, we have another video B, a video that's steeped in underwater. What's this particular one? Oh, not enough time. Yeah. Um, great. It's funny oh. how we all referenced the visuals, but actually it's that saying. If if that comes on the radio and about being inside you, I mean, it's like, oh, my God, that is probably the hottest thing anyone can ever say. <laughs> yeah. Look, what a fantastic video clip. And Michael, you know, I think maybe pre-accident and things like that has never looked healthier mm. uh sitting i think at the piano there uh, the camera zooms in he looks great uh looks healthy looks alive the hair looks good the vocal whisper um he really uh if you know if the one thing is sort of selling you know four to the floor you know primal rock and roll down the camera this is selling subtlety and a lure down the camera isn't it b subtlety yeah <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to do my best descriptive <laughs> Juno thing going here, but uh, uh, but he is he's not necessarily yeah, right. you know I, know, okay, I was yeah. going to say this he's not ramming it down to your throat, pardon the pun. Subtle uh, with his yeah yeah his flashes going what off. Is, what does what does say? Subtle Australian swagger or something? You know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Australian subtlety. Yeah. But this video, he, it is it is a whisper to an, a vocal escalation there, but it is a bit more subtle the way he delivers it, isn't it? No, it's not subtle, Hayden. No, okay. It's right. in your face. Do you want right. it or not? I want to be inside you. My okay. God, how, how much, how much, there's no subtlety he's, about he's that. He's not singing it like Run to the Hills, Iron Maiden, like rah, rah, rah. It's, he's the vocal. It's yeah, just, right. he's coming. He's, it's it's like Need You Tonight. It's very, you know, mm. literal, mm. but it's very, you know, you know, uh, subtle. subtle. Subtly delivered. <laughs> okay. But, with, but, but not subtle intent. There you right. go. There you go. There we are. Okay. We got there. We got there. Coming in number four, B, we've got the Mystify video. Uh, far be it from me, but uh, they had the uh, video for Mystify coming number five. I did ask you in our little pre-production meeting, why do you think this got voted so highly? 
Um, mainly we, we spoke about it um, last week that it's just something that's raw, even though it's choreographed, you actually feel like you're a fly on the wall. Yep. Michael just seems so relaxed and it is element of, um, you know, get, getting a song together with Andrew and it's, it's, it's a beautiful moment. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I feel, I feel it's quite, quite primal as well, the way he is with Andrew and it's not so much the sexual primal, it's more him, um, getting Andrew's music and getting the the lyrics down to it, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, well, often when an album has a say a fifth single in the UK's case, this was the fifth single in the UK, and because Need You Tonight came and went, and then they re-released it after Devil Inside and I think Ever Tear Us Apart, New Sensation, Mystify, I think did very well there, hit number 14 uh, after the re-release of Nietzsche Tonight, hit number two. So um, they needed to probably rush a clip out, and I think this was filmed in sort of Chicago, and it was sort of a, you know, the sort of acoustic sort of raw part, and then it goes into the Arnie ah, perfection, you know, bit. But it is sort of a fly-on-the-wall thing, as, as you said a bit earlier. Um, mm. And, yeah, it had, had some really uh, high amount of votes coming in. Yeah, so it did. Uh, interesting one that connected with listeners. All right, now coming number three, we've got both backstage and front of stage there. Uh, the very famous iconic Australian concert that we did a, a, an episode or two on uh, was the Australian Made concert there, B, where I think this is one of the uh, not the rare amounts, but probably to a degree where Michael is singing a lot of this concert with his shirt off uh, at the uh, the venues where he's filmed, isn't he? Uh, a lot of the band are dressed in white and things, and. Michael's uh, famously hot, strutting they? around the stage uh, with no shirt on. Is that? Do you think that attracted people, B, or the the new hairstyle that he had at that point? I think there was a lot going on with this backstage. <laughs> backstage, it's um, very very gorgeous. You know that they're um, they're working out. Him and John are working out. So you sort of like getting very primal there and getting yep. ready, and then having his hair done, and and um, you know the the band are all being interviewed by. Um, Oh, what was his name again? Yeah. Glenn A. Baker or Troy? Oh, Troy. Yes, friend of the when band, Troy. Yes. When they're all getting, um, and they're all getting interviewed by Troy, and Troy has got the microphone down um, Michael's trousers, and Michael's quite happily takes his pants off and uh, <laughs> shows his Calvin Klein's. I mean, that's like Michael's in a like, yeah, yes. whatever. I'm and I think remembering back spirit. to that, the, the heat for those concerts was pretty significant. I think there's some footage in Perth you see there and maybe that's where the top's off and things like that. But uh, mm. summertime in Australia, January, was a pretty hot period and Michael definitely exuded hot, according to you ladies last week, B. Do you know what? All the boys look pretty cool in that, all <laughs> in their whites. They looked amazing. I wonder who Stella was. I don't know. You don't, don't know. know. You don't remember that bit when they go, no. oh, 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 no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a line from um, oh. the James Dean movie. You know, oh. Stella. You know, that's a famous line there. So, oh, right. Yeah. I always wondered what that was. Yeah, so one of those fifty that. James Dean movies there that uh, mm. is quite mm. famous. Or I be number two, the penultimate, a little bit of a drum roll here. Uh, we're, uh, we've got the sequel, we'll call this. Um, yeah. uh, if they often say that, uh, you know, the uh, original is not as good as the sequel, I think the sequel here in this case was almost better than the original. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Paula again on her new shows, well, some six, seven years later, uh, which was The Big Breakfast, uh, interviewing Michael around the 1991 sort of period there. Uh, actually, no. no, it's a little bit later. 1994, I should say, wasn't yes. it? Yeah, 94, yes. I should say. They are uh, in a very sort of uh, uh, 
comfortable Kids. position. Is that right? Legs across legs? And yeah, this particular one is worth playing in a little more detail. We never know uh, the wonders of production B. We may hear, hear more about this as the episode progresses. Oh, okay. But uh, number two, we were seeing Michael off uh, off, off stage uh, uh, giving Relaxed. a... Yeah, <laughs> and, and using those eyes to magnetic effect and uh, obviously effective effect. So mm-hmm. uh, well done to, uh, to Michael and Paula on that one. Um, all right, number one, uh, uh, we had probably twice as many votes uh, for this particular number one moment, uh, which actually reflects uh, Michael's most primal moments. And uh, with all of the sort of subcategories within, we, we really put under the banner of the Wembley concert, both backstage, front stage, um, uh, interviews on the extra DVD footage, the whole Wembley experience. Uh, thankfully, everybody sort of looks at Michael as his sort of tour de force sort of moment that day uh, and everything he did as uh, quintessential Mike Hutchins that day. And uh, we hope when they get inducted to the Rock Wall of Fame, footage of that and Michael in top form is front and centre B. Yes. Um, your thoughts? Oh, my thoughts. My thoughts on backstage and front stage. <laughs> Anything to do with Wembley and that number one selection? You think it's a good selection I for everybody? I think it should be number one, definitely. It just puts Michael at the front of In Excess and how he can deliver and be the ultimate front man. Um, but backstage as well, um, just just his charisma just shines so much. Yeah. Yeah. And look, you know, if you haven't heard our Wembley episodes, go back and listen to them. We've got some great sort of personal sort of mm-hmm. there on the day sort of footage and information from uh, Nick Egan, uh, Mark Opitz who were there and, and uh, really rank and rate Michael and the band's performance that day. But uh, Charismatic uh, 101 on the day or Charisma 101. And uh, uh, we do a big shout out and thank you to all the participants who voted in. Uh, that's our top 10 Michael moments as uh, voted by you. So they are correct. You're the passionate fans. They are the moments. And uh, thank you for voting. I'd like to also mention, just on the back of that, um, I look at our figures and our top 10 downloaded um, episodes and Wembley comes in at number 10 right. with Nick. Fantastic. So that, that's a bit of a tie in there. So, yeah. Wembley. Well, big shout out to you and all the listeners uh, who voted and also said those last week who came on and Wax lyrical from the female fraternity. We hope you enjoyed this little series of Michael Primal moments. And this is Mammy from the UK. This is Lisa Mack from Brisbane, Australia. And this is Felicia from Everett, Washington, USA. And that's a wrap. Well, there you go. Top 10. Excellent. Fan engagement with a bit of a twist on, or different twist on things. So oh, I'll throw yes. it to you. Yes. Um, it's um, not been a good week for a lot of people, me included, not feeling good. And Hayden's only just come back from it all re- really as well. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of grief and illness and suffering and people having trauma. So I just want to just say their names, not even in particular order, but just want you to know that Hayden and I are thinking of you. So that's Nick, Danielle, Foxy, Helen, Val, Bev, Anthony, Darren, Glenn, Lisa, and anybody else out there that is suffering with anything at the moment, our hearts are with you. Yeah. Some people say you make your luck. Yeah. I kind of believe in this sort of cosmic, I, I mean, I believe in God. And, and, I, and, I, and I, 
you know, so your stars line up and sometimes everything in life clicks and sometimes you're fighting against nature itself. You know? Uh, overall, B, any other sort of, I guess, a little positive twist, any fan engagement people that uh, deserve a, a shout-out or whatever? You know what, Hayden? I don't, you know me and people's names, so. We, <laughs> gonna... we, we've got a new rule now. You know we don't mention yeah, long surnames name. anymore. This is a first name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an initial. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think it's how you say it. Okay, can you, can you, re- can you read that? Oh, it's backwards, isn't it? No, it's the right way, but you have to maybe increase that the one. size. Is it Javier? Javier. Javier. Yeah, not not Javier. Javier. Think of Javier Badon. Okay, well, Javier. Um, yes. He's a very um, good-looking man from um, Argentina. Yes. And I sometimes don't even know what he's saying, but I like looking at him and <laughs> talking. So I just sort of like he pops up now and again. I've been liking. And so when you like something to somebody, they keep. Are you sweating? Back. He's sweating at the moment. A little bit. Yeah. It's making me feel better. Anyway, um, today he popped up in a band and he as they've they've been called Mystify Call Out or something. Call out Mystify. That's what they're called, but obviously in Argentina. And uh, I said, Are you a tribute band? And he said, Oh no, 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 no. He says, It's just that my voice is so like Michael's, they dedicated um the the actual band's name to being um, a song from in excess mm. so i thought i'd just mention that fantastic good yeah, idea, yeah yeah he's great he's yeah. um very good looking like i said yes. and he's saying and you don't like need any 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 uh, reason to keep communicating with him and now that it's not in excess related <laughs> hey he's in argentina <laughs> and i don't know what he's saying but yeah is he from <laughs> buenos aires uh maybe i don't know okay. i'll have to find out Anyway, inaccessible pop in Argentina, so you can say to your husband that's a, an important link. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, anyone else in fan engagement sort of worth a little bit of a shout-out to? I, I, I like to always give these guys a shout-out to Dave and Pedro for their collectible site. Uh, I love seeing all the trading that's going on. It reminds me of my uh, days in the 90s when I was uh, avarice in, in, in collecting and things, and uh, the guy's doing a sort of a great job in that area. And uh, if anybody sort of, I guess, uh, you know, also be looking at uh, products and things and collections, there's a few exciting things happening in our uh, program at the moment soon regarding merchandise and uh, mm. certain rare commodities. So um, yes. we will be launching something very, very soon about that. We've got teams working behind the scenes on it. So, yes. All right. Well, be, well we've got a couple of things happening today. I've forgotten. <laughs> I'm just so not into it. Sorry, everybody. Prizes? (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, first of all, can I mention Jimmy Guest? Hello, Jimmy. Yes. Um, Now, Jimmy Guest, oh, God. Jimmy Guest was a guest of the program, wasn't he? He was. What appropriate surname. Was he? Has he? No, not yet. Jimmy Guest um, runs a page. I think it's Legends page. Um, right. Michael Hutchins, you are a legend. Um, yes. He he goes pretty left field with his um, thoughts about in excess. He loves them, but he's always like, why the f- are you sending yeah. out more kick stuff? Anyway, yeah. so I think you were on that little um, comment um, going on, and I said, listen up. Something's about to happen. All your wishes are going to ah, come yes. true. Yes, mm. I think I did. I think I said, you know, just hold, hold firm. Hold Jimmy. firm, I think I might have said, yeah. Have to put him in his box now yes. and again, don't we? Love you, Jimmy. Anyway, the rare in excess living 
with the royals or something. Was it called? The royals or living with in excess? Yeah. Yeah, living with excess. I have got a few. Not many people entered this, so you're going to be very lucky if you're going to get. Because I'm going to give out three prizes. I went and got my "Love Makes the World Go Round" by um, Andrew Ferris sent right. us this lovely hat so Beautiful. it doesn't fit my head at all so you, I'm look like use a, it. you look like a real sort of new york rapper there with that black i did and, a bit yeah, didn't I? Wasn't got a real design. yep all right look how many there is <laughs> shocking everybody that you didn't enter this matter. But these Reddit. people are really really, really lucky yeah. really lucky okay. so we're drawing three prizes what are they again i'm going to draw the um I'm going to draw the two. The first prize is going to be the winner. So I'm yes. going to leave that one there. Yes. And then I'm going to draw another one and another one. Okay. And then all those going away. Okay. okay. So the, the last two that I um, picked out are going to get some stickers that Helen kindly um, got together for the um, bus tour. And we've got quite a few bits and pieces left over. So I'm going to send you some goodies. Okay. The first one is Laurie. Now, Laurie is allowed to enter because she does pay. Not only does she pay, she helps run the podcast smoothly. So good on you, Laurie. And that's good because sending you a present so you can have more stuff go into your little package. Right. Well done, Laurie. <laughs> well done. Next. Okay. The next one is, oh, I mentioned her earlier. That's really cool. And Marie, and Marie, who was crying with me. Great. And Marie, you will be getting some stickers and some bits and pieces in the post very soon. Okay. Perfect. Now I'm hoping this is David Gaunt. I really am because I said I had a tingly feeling it was going to be David, but no, it isn't. Oh, it's... you've just teased him into thinking it was sorry. a chance. Sorry, mate. Sorry, okay. mate. Joe Robbins. Oh wow, Joe Robbins! Congratulations. Joe Robbins is. He's a getting massive... the one by one. Uh, yeah. Slash my thieves live rare copy massive fan. And thank um, you to Darren for donating that. It's fantastic. Uh, Very I, rare piece. I am so happy that Joe again hasn't had the best um, year either. So I hope that will pick you up too. So um, thank you, Joe, for all your support. You've been with us from the beginning too. And that's that. So the next thing we're going to do is I'm definitely going to put all of this together, Hayden. I'm going to talk to you. And then if you need me to edit it out, I will. Remember the postcard we talked about last week or the week mm. before, right? I've put that. It's got Michael's signature on. I've now got the five remaining signatures on a Listen Like Thieves CD. So I'm going to put them all together into a frame. And so you've got all six signatures together. Excellent. You like Excellent. that? Fantastic. Right. Okay. So we're going to auction that off everybody. So it's got all the remaining um, members on the Listen Like Thieves CD. And then Michael will go alongside that. Uh, it, it will look fantastic because they're all same colors and it's just beautiful. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, getting that framed. Once I've got it framed, I'll, I'll get some photos together and we'll, yep. we'll get it um, sorted. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, a couple of things uh, coming into the next few weeks. We're, we're pretty excited. Like we go through little little themes where we have like full moon, dirty hearts. We've gone through a little bit of a Michael Primal Moments, Primal Moments theme. Uh, looking forward to some guests we mentioned earlier who will be coming up. 
plus, you know, there's lots of things we'd love to do, like another Zoom chat with various regions of the country. I know we've done sort of chats, you know, with uh, the UK and we've done chats with different sort of uh, parts of the world at the one time. But, uh, um, yeah, we've, you know, lots and lots of things. I've got lots of creative little, creative little ideas that are coming into my brain. We, we're about to embark also, be on compilation season where uh, we've done Full Moon Dirty Hearts and uh, we're now approaching 1994 and we've got some pleasure and pains coming up soon and uh, we know a lot of the listeners love those and uh, we've got a, a bit of a compilation sort of uh, uh, ep- uh, well episodes coming up soon as well where we talk about you know what were the best of and the greatest hits around that 94 95 era in various countries so uh, for some of the nerd collectors and some who don't have things in their collection uh, that'll be a good deep dive there as we rate and rank some of those too or it be well our, our tributes on going out today we can't put all of Wembley on we know the Wembley was ranked number one so kudos to Michael's primal sort of uh, day in the sun the sun and the uh, under the moon that night uh, but we thought we would go out with a, a and I look at this one as a little bit of a love letter to Tiger this is sort of uh, where Michael and Paula uh, really locked eyes uh, for the second time in their life, B. Uh, and uh, let's just say consummated their relationship, believe not long after this, but equally uh, it was the dawn of where things sort of uh, ultimately began. And uh, it was Michael at his flirtatious best, Paula at her flirtatious best, and you can understand where the lyric She Flirts for England came from. Oh, yes. Uh, and it's, I think it's a, this is a little gift to Tiger Lily about your parents meeting each other and deciding, I think, at that point in time to go for it. So, uh, <laughs> Michael, you are a god to many people out there. You had the swagger, the moves, and your legacy is only greater uh, than it was when uh, you were alive. So it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from B. Goodbye, everybody. On the big breakfast, we have a guest. Oh, such a fantastic guest. I can't even describe it to you, but you'll see in a second. Boy, this is a guest who has tackle troubling trousers. <laughs> this is a guest that has everything that a rock star needs to have danger, talent, curly hair, and Australian subtlety. <laughs> and for the first time, this is a guest that I want to have my leg over. And it is. It's the fantastically talented Michael Hutchins. Hi. Hi. (laughs) What are you, a big sex symbol or something? (laughs) Hi. Good morning. (laughs) Now, Michael, you've got your greatest hits album out at the moment. Yes, I do. And crikey, I really want to talk to you about that. Mm, I bet you do. (laughs) Why did you decide to um, release it? Because we have so many hits. And um, right, Bob. Yeah. And um, we just—I uh, don't know—we finished a contract with with uh, American record company. They were going to put one out, so um, we decided to you know put one out ourselves and do it all over the world properly, and you know, put it out. Does it mean that you delay your proper album? Yeah. Is that a good thing? No, we'll do that. We'll start that in March or something like that. And you still go clubbing all the time? Not all the time. Not as much as I used to. <laughs> <laughs> Which was every every night, but I'll cut it down to you know once or twice a week now. But when you go clubbing, you don't come back for three days. No, so that's it, a difference. It's probably sort of the same, isn't it? Yeah, I'm good at it. Yeah. Mm. What were you like when you were a teenager, like a young teenager? Um, I was a good boy. No, you weren't. I'm, I'm moving uh, on to that. Tell me about you <laughs> and Natasha Kinsky. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and, uh, what about her? Yeah. No, it's, Tell I don't me know how where you that story Natasha. came from. Yes, um, in Hong Kong. Yeah. How old were you? I'd like to talk to her and see if she remembers it. Um, I'm sure she does. <laughs> I was 12, for God's sake. I know, so, a 12-year-old Michael Hutchins, so, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the 13-year-old How old was she? Kinski, she was 13, you were 12. Mm. Mm. And? 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 Did yeah. we play Spin the Bottle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, damn it. Uh. Were well, you always very forward? Am I forward? Well, a bit. And you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I dressed rude up there. Did it? No, have you always been great with girls, Not though? Not far to go. Sorry? <laughs> what was that question? Michael, I'll do the rape you like thrusts, if that's OK. <laughs> um, On were, were girls always mad about you, though? No. Sorry. No. Not really. I was very quiet and shy. I didn't really stand out. I was in, sort of in the back of everything. Until I ended hair? up in the front of a band. Did I have very short hair? Yeah. Uh, yeah, until I was about 16. And did you look a little bit like a sort of chipmunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably did, actually. No, I bet you were adorable. <laughs> now, Herr Brits. Mm. Herr Brits, is he a photographer or a dating agency? He's a dating agency. He is, isn't he? I mean, what goes with Herr Brits? He, he tries to put people together so he can take photos of them later. Oh, is this what yeah, it I think, is? I think that's what it is, yeah. It's nothing to do with Helena's a lovely girl, you'll get on very no, nicely, she'll no. make you cheese baps. No, cheese baps. <laughs> it isn't, she is it? She doesn't make cheese baps. She doesn't? She likes cheese, though. Does she? <laughs> Lots of it. Lots of cheese? Mm. What else does she eat? <laughs> the baggage. <Burgers. laughs> Oh. oh, oh! Let's just herring. Later on, we can go to the hotel and hit up. Okay. But um, he introduced you, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Kind of, well, as a setup, I think. <laughs> he just put me on the phone with her and said, "Talk." And I started talking. How did she talk? Um, he, I don't know. He woke her up. She was in Paris, and so she was asleep. So, but I kept we talked talk for a while, and I stole the number and. It is romantic. It is. It's so sweet. And then, did you ring her every day? For how um, long? No, I didn't call for for a while. Because you're I, cool. Yeah. yeah. You didn't and, call uh, for like an hour. Yeah, about twenty minutes. <laughs> and, um, and, <laughs> um, and uh, no, I, I called back in about four days later, and then we started talking. I don't know over the days, and we didn't see each other for two months. You know. Just on the telephone. It was really strange because we, we had this whole relationship on the telephone, and did and it wasn't you know it wasn't like meet you at the club boogie woogie woogie you know. So it was good. Very 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 platonic on the telephone. Oh, I bet. And um, right. <laughs> and um, then we met eventually in New York. Were you nervous? Mm. mm. Yeah, I was actually. What did you fix up for your first date? I brought a coffee. And, and a Danish. Great. It was breakfast. It was oh, seven right. o'clock in the morning. What, you said meet me at seven o'clock? Mm. Well, I'll be coming straight out of the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the smell, yeah. Smoke. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And do you think you're going to get married? <laughs> straight out of the club. <laughs> um, and, uh, what? Do you think no. that you'll get married? <laughs> no, no. Why not? No. We're happily unmarried. Are you? 
Mm. Why don't you fancy getting married? Then? I don't know if he wants because everyone wants us to get married. I don't. I know, except for you. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. idea She's yeah. got to learn to cook first. Yes. Do you think you'll do more acting? Yeah, as long as you know I can get the right parts and they're not too too much of a reach. Yeah. I really wanted to do um, play the part of I think it was Tika the. The guy in the middle in uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, they really want me to do that. Hugo Weaving got it in the end, which is great. He does a great job, but I would have loved to have done that. Why? I'd just dress up and drag and run around the, the outback and, <laughs> you know. It's really been just wonderful, and I think you're my favourite guest ever. Oh, thank you. You are. I like you more than Willem Dafoe. Ooh. That's good. Isn't it? That's real good. And um, I can't wait for your... Um, well, I can't wait to hear your greatest hits. Thanks. All of them. <laughs> All of them. All I'm saying is I went to see the Don't Change Boys last night and it was amazing. And I will tell you more about it next week.